What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 10, Episode 11. This is Writing Excuses, Project In-Depth, Structure in Parallel Perspectives. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. And I'm Dan. And we are starting a new feature of Season 10 where every three months or so, we are going to pick one of the projects that we have worked on recently, and we're going to try and relate all of the things you've been learning in the last couple of months to this project. Specifically, Howard's uh, bonus story, Parallel Perspectives, which is um, in Massively Parallel, parallel um, has a really interesting structure. Um, and so we want to talk about how you came about structuring this in the first place. Okay, the first step in structuring a schlock mercenary bonus story, uh, we took, we, Sandra does the layout. I say we, Sandra, laid out massively parallel in the, in the format that, you know, we lay these out in and determined how many pages we had left between the end of the book right. and the end of the next, next signature, which mm-hmm. is a multiple of 16. Um, and, you know, what has happened sometimes in the past is like, oh, we've got three pages left between this and the end of the signature. We need to come up with 19 pages of bonus story because right. three pages isn't enough. Um, in this case, I had 13 pages to work with. And so the first thing I did structurally was lay out 13 index cards mm-hmm. so that I knew those were the pages the story is going to go on. Um, the second thing that I did, I, I wanted to try something different 
uh, I mean, really different. I wanted to collaborate in a way I've not collaborated before. Um, and so I sat down with my colorist, Travis, and, and pitched the story to him. I wanted to tell a story in which the framing story is the characters in a bar talking about a thing that has happened, and we get each of their perspectives on their role in the story. Right, so you're going to tell the same story multiple times from different perspectives. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really awesome storytelling mechanism. Some of my favorite yeah. pieces of media have done this, yeah. and I've loved this story. I have to say, it worked oh, beautifully um, in this, and I had read massively parallel and so seeing these different perspectives was was extra fun yeah this yeah to be clear the structure is nothing new mm -hmm. and you know when i brought it up with travis uh yeah his response was okay one of these yeah all right yeah. now that is critically important to know uh because I, I mean it's critically important for me that he knew what we were doing because the other thing that i wanted to do is tell each of the sub stories they, I was only getting a couple of pages for each of them because 13 pages, yeah. four characters, plus right. framing material. Not a lot of space. I wanted different artists for each of the perspectives. I wanted different art styles. And I sat down with Travis. And the fun moment that we had was when I said, you know, I want different art styles. And, and Travis made this face. And, and I said, you know, one of them, I think, sort of a Frank Miller, you know, stark black and white. And another one, boy, I'm scared to say this, but if it was like the My Little Pony style, and Travis broke out in this big grin, he said, oh my gosh, that, I was thinking the exact same thing, but I was afraid to say it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and we knew, from that conversation forward, we knew that Chizulo was getting the My Little Pony style because he's the big, tough elephant guy, mm -hmm. and it was just, it was going to be such a fun disconnect. And then... And I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Jim Zubkovich, I, I pinged him to ask, do you know anybody who can work in this style? And he said, yeah, Brenda Hickey draws the My Little Pony comic book for IDW. I, and I met her and I've got her email address right here. <laughs> That's very so, convenient. Very and convenient. So I, so I reached out and this is, this, I mean, this is a completely different discussion. Mm -hmm. How you reach out to another artist and invite them to participate right. in the project. Uh, I so I did all of those things. Brenda mm -hmm. was excited to participate. Um, I had Travis on board to do the, the Sin City esque mm -hmm. uh, sorts of stuff, and to do uh, one of the styles we wanted was an uber superhero right. sort of thing, which was sort of the climactic mm -hmm. part. Um, and I brought my daughter Kelliana in to do one of the perspectives because I wanted it to look very different from what I was doing. Um, and I want it, and I love her. I love her style of. I love her style of line art. You know, she's already developed sort of a signature style. So structurally, I knew that I had those pieces, and then I did. And this is the reason for the index cards. Structurally, when you're doing comics, I had to look for the page turns. Yeah. I had to look for where there are open spreads and where you turn a page and get a reveal. We knew that the My Little Pony part had to be a reveal. Right, you if couldn't appeared, get to half of a story appeared, and then... Yeah, yeah, if it appeared halfway on one page, it wouldn't have full effect. Well, and, and beyond that, it'd distract yeah. from finishing it would, the other yeah, story. Yeah, it would distract from the previous page. And so mm -hmm. pages, and now i got to open it up and see, yeah, pages uh, 250 and 251 of Massively Parallel um, are, are, are the My Little Pony sort Seeing of style. Seeing Schlock drawn in My Little Pony style 
is one of the best payoffs I've ever had in any of your books. <laughs> Even though was... you'd warned me it was going to happen, I read it and just was And I got to say up. that lettering over the top of Brenda Hickey's artwork, I felt like a vandal. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, okay, we've, we've laid down this. I want to ask you some specific questions. Sure, sure. Number one, how did you choose which order the different characters' stories went in? Okay, that's actually, that's actually kind of easy. Um, I knew that because this is schlock mercenary and because the, the, uh, the awesome moment of the story was going to be everybody loving the way somebody mm -hmm. else saw all of them. Right. Okay. Uh, I knew that the superhero style was going to go last. Right. And that was the one that Schlock was going to be telling. And I already had, you know, in our previous structure episode, I talked mm -hmm. about awesome moments. Right. I knew that the next to the last page, which is going to be on a page turn, was going to be a splash of the characters just looking awesome right okay. so that's so, that's your moment of awesome for this that was that you was built everything kind of around that i built everything leading to that yeah with the my little pony page turn uh you know happening a little earlier and i knew that that needed to be just before that right because anything that came after right. the my little pony stuff right. just needed to turn the volume up right so you already had two of them I already had two of them. Yep. Um, at that point, uh, I you know I backpedaled and I asked myself, did it make more sense to tell Shell's story mm -hmm. before Elizabeth's story or Elizabeth's before Shell's? And now I was into the nitty gritty of the structure where I had mm -hmm. to ask myself, what were these characters actually doing? And that was the honestly that was the tricky part. I had to reread Massively Parallel. I had to reread the footnotes. I had to reread things that were written throughout throughout the book to make sure that the pieces I put in place actually fit. Um, and then I came up with a story in which uh, Schlock, in order to free the others, is moving, is getting the others moved into the hospital where Shell is held. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be Shell's job to draw off the cops while the others move to the roof. Great. Simply put, that was the, that was the structure. Awesome. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, let's go ahead and stop for our book of the week, which Dan is going to give to yeah. us. Yeah. Book of the week this week is actually book two in a series that I have pitched to you before, the Hero's Guide series by Christopher Healy. Book two is the Hero's Guide to Storming the Castle, uh, read by Bronson Pinchot. And uh, what this series does is it takes the princes charming, all of the princes who are uh, involved in the various princess stories, and then it shows them working together to try to 
basically they're trying to be as cool as the princesses are because the bards only pay attention to the princesses and so they're doing their best. Um, this one is great because it shows them, uh, and we talked a lot about structure, this is a heist story. Hmm. They need to storm the castle. They do that via a heist. Um, and we ha bring back some, you know, one old villain from the first book, a brand new villain who's even scarier, and then watch as uh, Cinderella's Prince Charming and Rapunzel's Prince Charming and Sleeping Beauty's Prince Charming and Snow White's Prince Charming all work together with their various cool powers. And, of course, the princesses all come in to basically pull their fat out of the fire when necessary. How they use those powers and abilities to uh, storm this castle and uh, save the kingdom. It's a really great story. It is full of fantastic art inside. Interior illustrations, uh, gorgeous cover, and which, which you won't get in the audiobook, but if you get a chance to, to see a hard copy or look it up online, it's, it's really gorgeous. So, uh, Christopher Healy, The Hero's Guide to Storming the Castle. Audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. Start a 30-day free trial membership and get it read to you by Bronson Pinchot, which is... He's a one really of the best good, readers. Yeah, really good which narrator. Is, which is really, market. really awesome. Um, Mary was going to ask you a question. Okay. Well, one of the things that I was going to, to kind of point out to the listeners is that you figured out the overall shape of the story, and then you went back and looked at timeline, and then you started dealing with details. Yes. Well, and with your story, it's really interesting because each of the four has a different tone. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about deciding the tone of your story. What you really did is you came up with one tone at the beginning. We're sitting in the bar and we're going to top each other with stories. Yep. That's a, that's a certain tone. That's camaraderie. That's friends. And so really the cool thing is the end where they are all friends and admiring what Schlock, Schlock has told is a payoff on that first tone, which mm -hmm. you then mm -hmm. slip three other tones into the middle oh, of. And, and, uh... I mean, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but that's not accidental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I, that's I knew that's that cool was. Thing. I knew I was mm -hmm. building bookends in terms of the 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 gross structure of the frame right. story. I needed it to be bookended in the details as well. Well, right. so my question for you is because because you know this kind of structure is a common one, but you're playing with it in a different way. Usually, when somebody does this kind of yojimbo structure, mm -hmm. it's because they want to call out the fact that different people perceive the same event in different ways. Whereas you are focusing on different people tell stories in different ways, which was a fun new twist on that, paying off so solidly with uh, General Tagon mm -hmm. and his, you know, dropping the line about uh, the remote-controlled headless monkey and then yeah. everyone buys him a round of drinks. At what point in the story did you realize that was going to be the, the punchline? Um, that was one of the very last things that I arrived at. And when I say very last things, that came after I had everybody else's art. Mm. Uh, when I had everybody else's art, and I didn't draw anything until I had, I had pages from Travis and Kelliana mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Brenda. Um, and then I started lettering their work so I could see what it was looking like. Um, and then I laid out my scripts according to the outline. And as I was laying that out and looked at the art that they delivered, I learned something very interesting, which is that if, if I give an artist dialogue and blocking, what they will draw often communicates through the blocking the story elements of the dialogue in such a way that they have now freed up a whole bunch of words that mm. I don't need to use. And so I could put different words in place. 
And so as I was lettering it, uh, you know, I lettered it according to the original script. And then I went back through and said, no, I can punch this way up. And so I started adding, uh, I started adding more energy to, to the through line and to the style of their storytelling, which I think is really where that, where that aspect came out. Once I had done all of that, I got to the end and realized everybody has a storytelling style. That has become a new thread here. Uh-huh. And what the general has is bossing people around about their story style, and I have not paid that off yet. Mm-hmm. And the way to pay that off was with a twist, uh, which is he gets somebody else to boss him around, quote unquote, gets free drinks out of it, and does, and I'm not sure, Mary, if this qualifies as what we call a slow burn, but does that burn out to the camera as he's being handed a beer. Um, and we know, and this is one of the things that I love about the story, we know that they are hanging around telling stories about the remote control headless monkey uh, that we don't get to hear, um, but but we get to imagine that happening. Well, and plus, I mean, if you've read... Yeah. You know about the remote control headless monkey, yeah. and you got yeah. lots of stories told to you about it, which oh, was yeah. really fun. Yeah. Well, and um, it was a nice payoff as well because because of the way that he was bossing the other characters around, saying that's not how you tell a story. You know, then he he actually gets to show his mastery, yeah. and with one line tells mm-hmm. enough of a story to hook all of their attention. Yep. Now, one of the things that uh, one of the things that I learned about this, um, which a beautiful lesson, and I want to retain it, and I want to build on it, is that I told a much better story with the help of other storytellers, with the help mm. of visual storytellers, than I could have told by myself. This is far different than the my original vision for this bonus story was a simple, you know, four people tell the story differently, and Schlock tells you how it really happened, right. and I draw all the pictures. And right. that would have been... That would have been about 25% of the awesome. Right, and it would have been a lot more familiar in yeah. kind of a bad way. It's, that's the way that story, as Dan said, is always told. Yeah, Yeah, and, and one of, I mean, the thing that I really like about it is that the, the visual is so supporting the story. Mm-hmm. And, and just for, for people who are doing prose, you can actually do that in prose, too, by, by changing the narrative voice, which is right. essentially what's mm-hmm. happening when you change the... You even have visuals in a book. You yeah. turn the page and you see a lot of dialogue. That in particularly yeah. short dialogue, it tells you something, and you get a tone shift immediately. Um, another good thing, since we're talking about structure, this is I like the lead outs and lead ins yeah. to each of the stories where you did you, you did you did your tone shift. You started it in your your frame story, which happened in between each, um, and you gave us little hooks like the one where they're like, "I was on the ceiling," or I, "You didn't look up." It wasn't on the ceiling, but you, you didn't yeah. look up. Um, that's how well, you didn't see me. And suddenly, a, oh, now we're going to get this one. Um, and, and it works. You did very well with expectations and with playing off of expectations. And, and also those all-service callbacks to the original and to right. remind us what the original question yes. was and the original mm-hmm. structure. And that was, honestly, that was quite hard for me mm-hmm. because I, there was a point in this project where I stared at it and all I saw was mud and mess and it was difficult to make sense of. Uh, and so I had to grasp at the the strongest of the through lines. And for me, Mm -hmm. the strongest through line was that change-up. Elizabeth says, I arrived on the roof, and Shell was in trouble, and so I did something heroic. And Shell says, that's not how it happened. I totally had that. Um, And then we see Shell's perspective. Yeah, she totally had that. And Chizulo says, 
that's not how that went down. You guys weren't looking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get Chizulo doing it. And, and Schlock says, what, well, guys, I saw the whole thing because I was, and the general said, no, you got to back up. Mm-hmm. Um, those little pieces that I've summed up in, you know, 45 seconds uh, helped me hang everything else mm-hmm. through there. And, and honestly, I had this problem when I worked at Novell and was trying to build requirements documents when you try and hold the entire project in your head at once, you're lost. But when you can grab, you know, themes and through lines and moments of awesome and set pieces, uh, it, it oh, and when you have other people's artwork to stare at, right? Oh my goodness. Well, you guys, if you haven't read this bonus story, you really should go pick up a copy of Massively Parallel, read the bonus story, and then come back and listen to this again. And you know what? I wanna. I need to give. Huge thanks mm-hmm. to the Writing Excuses crew for the inadvertent rescue. Oh, right. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Um, gonna gonna run maybe 90 seconds longer uh, telling you this fun story. When Sandra sent me the PDF so that we could, at the retreat here, uh, we're recording this in October, uh, we could review this bonus story together. I reviewed it, and one of the pages was broken. And when I say broken, lines of dialogue, pieces of picture had been chopped off. Um, and I looked at it and I knew we've already sent this to the printer. This is a disaster. I called Sandra and we had some very emotional, stressy conversation over the phone. And, you know, it's not me yelling at her or her yelling at me. It's us immediately realizing we've got to figure out how to fix this book. And, and China, where we were having the printing done uh, this time around, is on, was on national holiday this week. And so Monday morning, uh, when they came off holiday, there was an email waiting for them that said, have you bound the book yet? We would like to replace the last signature. And their response was, nope, we did all the printing, but we haven't bound it up yet. We can totally replace the last signature. It'll cost you a little bit of extra money and about a week. And it's saved. So, and so you're welcome. Having this <laughs> podcast absolutely made the book that you are getting uh, better looking without, you know, a sticker and a flyer stuck inside <laughs> and an apology. And I didn't need to spend another fifteen thousand dollars reprinting them all. And it was a stressy weekend for me until I knew what that solution looked like. Well. We're here for you, Howard. Yeah. Thanks. We're also here to give you a writing prompt. Yes. Oh, my, yes. So what we want you to do is, and this is in preparation for moving forward to beginnings, beginnings. Which, is, which is going to be our next module. What I want you to do is decide on the promises that you want to make to your readers in your story and outline based on those promises. So if you're promising that you are going to tell a high story, work on high stories, if you work on on making sure that you've got those elements in there, if you're promising that you are going to have someone fall in love with someone else, make sure that you're featuring that in your outline. Excellent. I think that'll work really well for them. Um, You guys are... 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.